Are you a new Muslim looking for direction? Maybe you're a potential Muslim seeking information about the religion of Islam. Or maybe you're just the curious type. Either way, this series is perfect for you. Welcome to the new Muslim course. In this course, you will find answers to such questions as What is the Islamic concept of God? How do I pray? What is expected of me as a new Muslim? These questions and many more. This is the Muslim Perspective. Alhamdulillah, wassalat wassalam ala rasulullah. All praise is due to Allah, and may the peace and blessings of Allah be on the last messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to my brothers and sisters in Islam, and welcome to my non-Muslim viewers as well. This is the new Muslim course, and you are currently on module one, the Arabic word for God, Allah. Now, I'm sure by now you've heard a lot regarding the Arabic word for God and whether or not Muslims pray to the same God as that found in Judaism and Christianity. So in this module, we seek to clear up many of the misconceptions about the word. We will discover the actual word for God in the Arabic language. We will then look at the history of the word and whether or not it can be found within the scriptures of Judaism and Christianity. So let's begin. Now, when I say the word Allah, many people more often than not think, oh, that's the God of the Muslims or that's the Arabic word for God. And that's only partly true. You see, in the Arabic language, we already have a word for God, and that is Illa. Illa is the word for God in Arabic. And that word is very similar to the Hebrew word for God found in the Bible, which is Elohim. Now, in Hebrew, there are plurals of numbers and plurals of respect. The im on the end of Elohim represents a plural of respect. When we remove that from the word Elohim, we are left with Eloh, E-L-L-O-H, very similar to the Arabic word for God, Illah, I-L-L-A-H. And the reason for this similarity is due to the fact that both Hebrew and Arabic are members of the Semitic family of languages, along with Aramaic, Syriac, and so on. So they have many similarities. For example, Jews say Shalom, and we say Salam. Now, Muslims don't refer to the Almighty as simply Allah, or God, and that is because while he falls into the category of God, he is not limited to it because God can mean many things. For example, in Hinduism, they have the God of creation, Brahma, the God of maintenance, Vishnu, and the God of destruction, Shiva. But the Quran makes it clear that Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, represents only one thing when it says, Say he is Allah, the one and only, is what they normally translate it to mean, but it actually means uniquely one. Say he is Allah, the uniquely one. If he wanted to say he was Allah, the one and only, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have simply said, because wahad means one. Ahad means uniquely one driving home the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists outside of his creation and cannot be made into anything resembling or similar to anything within his creation. Another unique thing about the word Allah is that it cannot be made into a plural. 
eliminating the conversation of God. In English, the word for Allah is God. And the way they try to fight against the confusion of using the word God and everything resembling something uh, in a position of authority in religious circles and so on, is by saying God with a lowercase g represents mythical creatures, idols, and so on, and God with a capital G represents the Almighty. But in normal everyday speech, if you just say God, you will be confused because you may not be sure of who you are referring to. But in Arabic, when we say Allah, there is no doubt that we are referring to the creator of all things who exists outside of that which he created. And this is even true when we translate the Quran, because in English, there is no real word that can convey the meaning of the word Allah. So when we translate the Quran in English, instead of using the word God with a capital G, we use Allah. When we take a quick look at the Bible, we realize that the word Allah is still there. It still appears in the Christian Bible. Now, those of you who have spent any amount of time traveling or in a hotel, you are no doubt familiar with the Bibles that most hotels place in each room, either on the table or in the drawer. This is the Gideon publication of the King James Version of the Bible. And the Gideons are well known for and are very proud of their Bibles because they have been translated into and read in many different languages. They display this within the first few pages of each book by using the example of John 3.16. With this verse, they show the reader the word for God in each language. Arabic is one of the first languages you will come across, and the word for God with a capital G, they translate it to mean Allah in Arabic. These are Christian scholars. They acknowledge this fact. There are millions of Christians around the world who speak Arabic, and all of them refer to God as Allah. And this is something you will find if you pick up a Arabic language Bible. You turn to Genesis. On the first page there is Allah 17 times. Now, this is true for most Semitic languages. The Semitic people acknowledge the fact that Allah has appeared in their language for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Many Christians are aware of the term hallelujah. Halle is translated to mean praise. Hallelujah, some Jewish people have translated it to refer to Yahweh, but Christian, Jewish, and Islamic scholars have been digging, comparing, and going into the linguistics of things and have recently been coming to the conclusion, many of them, that Eluya actually refers to Elah, E-L-A-H. Now, you may be saying to yourself, what does this mean? I haven't heard of Elah before. Well, what if I were to ask you, what was the language of Jesus? You would probably say Aramaic. What if I were to ask you, what is the Arabic, Aramaic word for God? You may not know, but the Aramaic word for God is Elah, E-L-A-H, alternatively spelled A-L-A-H. Christian scholars support this. 
The sister language of Aramaic, Syriac, also refer to God as Allaha. The earliest Aramaic translation of the Bible uh, uh, brings up the verse where Jesus is on the cross, cross crying out to God saying, Eloi, Eloi, Lamasabachini. Well, in Aramaic, the verse starts with Allahi, Allahi, A-L-A-H-I. So this is telling us something. It's telling us that Muslims didn't invent the word Allah. Allah is not just the Arabic word for God. It has much more meaning to Semitic people. And it goes even further than this. Verna Daum in his book, Urshimashe Religion, reports that eight to 9,000 years ago, the first Semitic people in Africa referred to God as Allah. And this supports the Islamic claim that most ancient religions at its core, at their base, has a monotheistic uh, beginning. And the fact that scholars have now found that the word Allah appeared eight to 9,000 years ago, maybe even later, and the fact that we can find it within all three Abrahamic faiths, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, shows that when we're speaking about Allah as Muslims, we're not talking about a different God than the Christians or the Jews, as many people claim. I hope this is beneficial to you. Join me next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.